Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode number 49. I'm your pal Val, and with me is the man, the myth, the legend, King NASCAR. Logan, how are you, sir? I'm doing fine. Hope everybody's doing fine tonight. Definitely. It's a great, great night to record NASCAR. So, and again, this is NASCAR Radio. This is where NASCAR and NASCAR trading cards meet. A little plug, uh, we'll both actually be on uh, Hobby Hotline this weekend. That is the live call-in show on Saturdays from 11 a.m. to noon. And sometime we go into overtime there on Saturdays. So 11 a.m. Eastern on Saturdays. Yeah, and and guess what we might be talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Drew will be on. uh, Let me get that potograph. Uh, will be on with us as well. So we will have to see if we can uh, talk a little bit about NASCAR. So uh, yeah, we'll, we we'll tag team him. I'll, I'll come off the top rope and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about some NASCAR. <laughs> there you go. So um, we got a good show today. We're going to talk about the winners for the Camping World Truck Series, Xfinity, and the winner of the All-Star Race. Uh, then we're going to talk about in NASCAR news, one of the, I won't call it William Wonka golden tickets, but one of the golden tickets was found, and we will talk about that. And then also whatever else, I guess, fits uh, our fancy for in NASCAR news. So, oh, I know what it was. We're going to talk about uh, Chronicles, uh, pricing on Chronicles. So, yep. But, oh, sorry. I said, yep, we'll talk, we're going to talk about that. So, yeah, I guess we can start talking about the uh, the truck race. Yes, truck race. That was the 23rd annual speedycash.com 220, and that was Saturday, June 12th at Texas Motor Speedway. Well, our, our winner was John Hunter Nemechek, and our highest finishing rookie was Chandler Smith. John Hunter Nemechek, he's starting to um, put it together, man. You know, I think we talked about a couple of episodes ago where John Hunter had won and they were talking, or maybe they were talking, I guess it was talking to Kyle Busch, I'm sorry. And he talked about having John Hunter Nemechek uh, as a driver and that he approached him and said, uh, you know, because John Hunter Nemechek ran in cup, but he was for one of the lower level uh, funded teams. So they they didn't finish very high. And so he said, you know, um, you know, come drive for me, you know, and win and, you know, get those uh, trophies and stuff. And I think they talked to John Hunter and he said, you know, he thought he could do that at the cup level, you know, and, and but he wanted, had that desire to win. And he is definitely doing that in the truck series. Yeah. He, uh, I think he's got like a, a hashtag. I forget what the hashtag is. It's like uh, in it for the wins or something like that, that he's uh, he, that's all he's wanting to do because he couldn't do that in cup. And, you know, he, he, he's putting winning over, you know, over just driving in cup, which, you know, I have to have to say that I think that's, you know, I, I commend him for that. I mean, I, I, that's how I kind of look at life. You know, I, 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 I like to win. I don't like to lose. I, it's kind of like captain Kirk on, uh, on star Trek, but, uh, yeah, I'm proud. I'm proud for him. They're doing great. He's driving for a great team. You know, when you win and you can show your talents, it always, you know, can open doors. I don't know if you noticed it, but John Hunter Nemechek uh, is going to be running three Xfinity races for Joe Gibbs Racing now. So, you know, th- this winning has helped, 
you know, to me anyway, helped open doors or, or getting him into the Xfinity series. So maybe getting him out of the truck and, and getting him back in the cars or whatever. So, you know, he definitely is, is putting together a great season in truck and you got to kind of mention him as one of the contenders for the championship. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, you know, talking about him going and doing some, uh, Xfinity races, uh, I know that Joe Gibbs had, I think it was, it's Ty Dillon doing a few Xfinity races. I don't know if they, they still have him doing that or not, but he really, you know, he's got, Ty Dillon's got, had some great cars and he hasn't really produced anything. So maybe, you know, maybe they'll put John Hunter Nemechek in there and we'll see what he can do with the cars. Cause you know, they, you, we all know they build some stout cars. Yeah. The, the, when, uh, I was just thinking about that number 54 in Xfinity where uh, Kyle Busch has run it and I believe has won. And, of course, we all talked about Ty Gibbs. So there could be worse rides in the Xfinity series. That's for dang sure. So, uh, But I guess I, what I was trying to say is that, you know, him going from the cup down to the truck and winning and doing well, you know, people are, are taking notice and it's opening doors for him. So, yep. And with John Hernimchek, his cars, we've talked about him before, and his rookies are in 2016. He's independently certified. He has a base card as well as parallels and potential signatures, also with multiple parallels. I won't go through all the numbering or whatever, but it looks like there's about eight of each of those. In 2016, Panini Torque, he also has a base card. and multiple parallels, including the printing plates, which are one ones and then combined material signatures for, for that, as well as 2016 Panini Prism. He only has uh, signatures and fire suit fabrics. And if you remember 2016 Panini Prism, uh, they actually had memorabilia cards and signatures in it, but did away with them after that. And now, now, one of the interesting things, and I don't think we've talked about this one before, is that he is on one of his dad's cards from Press Pass. Kind of like and, uh, Chase Elliott. <laughs> yes, but what's really cool is that he actually has a full fire suit on or, 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 like his dad. And uh, I think he's holding hands and they're walking on pit road. It's pretty cool. That is, that is cool. That'd be a cool card to get. Yeah, and you know his um, his his rookies. I mean, it's just like you know, a lot of these NASCAR cards. His rookies are extremely affordable. I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt to you know buy a couple extra here and there off of eBay. A lot of those cards, as we've talked about before, one of the reasons why we like NASCAR is they're not very expensive. And John Hernimichek, I think he's very young still, and I think he's got a good future ahead of him. We know he's got some talent. So for the price, I would definitely, you know, look at possibly getting some of those. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm looking on eBay right now and, um, you know, there's his, his base cards are somebody's got two, two torque rookies for five 99. I mean, here's a certified for 2016 certified for a dollar. So, I mean, yeah. These these would be great cars to pick up. It's not gonna it's not gonna kill you to to, to buy some and just to have because I mean you just don't know. It's just like any any of these other sports. I mean 
you can speculate and uh, you know hope somebody pans out. But I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna lose a whole bunch of money if you buy a few extra John Hunter Neiman check cards. I th- definitely think it's worth it. Uh, as well as, you know, you can send him through the mail for him to sign as well. So, but the card I was talking about was the 2006 press pass card number two. And it's him, like I said, walking in pit road and you can't really see John Hunter's face. I'm assuming it's John Hunter. So, uh, but he's got the little U S army fire suit, just like his dad. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. I like that. That's a, that's a nice, that's a nice card. So that's John Hunter Nemechek. Like said, like like Logan said, um, not very expensive, but I think it has a massive upside. And we'll see what happens with the three rides for Joe Gibbs Racing. So, and then with Chandler Smith, he's one. He's got uh, he has some autos in uh, 2021 Donruss. And I think that's the only cards he has so far that I know of. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's all he has is the signature series. And and Panini's, I don't say notorious for, but that's one thing that I've seen since Panini has the license is where they will have driver cards, signatures only, uh, kind of like John Hunter Nemechek in that prism where he had signatures and memorabilia, but but no base card. So Chandler Smith is the same way. So he has a singer series. There's not a, well, I was going to say not a lot of them. There's the, the base signature series unnumbered red version, the 99 hollow gold, the 25 and the hollow black is one of one. So, yeah. And again, I mean, his autographs are, I mean, I'm looking, looking at a base on eBay, you know, 18 bucks or best offer. So I mean, that's, that's really not that bad. Not well, not yeah, not bad at all. It's kind of unproven, but um, you know, again, it's a signature. So, uh, yeah. and then with John Harnemchek, he's going to drive the number fifty-four Toyota Supra and uh, three NASCAR Xfinity Series races this season. He'll make his debut on September seventeenth at Bristol Motor Speedway, and follow up with races at Texas Motor Speedway in October. October 16th and Phoenix Raceway November 6th, which I believe is the finale in November. So next race is at Nashville Super Speedway, the Rackley Roofing 200. That's at 8 p.m. Friday, June 18th with stages 45, 95 and 150 for 199.5 miles. There will be qualifying Friday, June 18th, 5 p.m. And practice Friday, June 18th, 11.05 to 12, basically, a.m. Yeah, it's been like 10 years or so, at least 10 years, I think, since any NASCAR races have been in Nashville. So this ought to be ought to be pretty good. That's right in your backyard. Well, we're actually going to the cup race on, on Sunday. That's awesome. Can't wait. And then um, for the standing so far, John Harnubchek is leading with four wins. Ben Rhodes is second with two wins. And then it, um, you know, then there's a few others with one. So John, John Hunter Harnubchek seems to be in control in the truck series. Moving over to the Xfinity series. That was the 25th annual ASCO Uniforms 250. And that was Saturday, June 12th at Texas Motor Speedway. 
that was one of those where Kyle Busch entered, driving the 54 car, and Kyle Busch won. <laughs> yeah, that was his 99th Xfinity win. Now, I remember him saying several years ago when people were complaining about him winning so many races in Xfinity that he said once they got to 100 wins, he was going to quit. So we'll see. I don't know. I, you know, I think somebody at that that competitive, I, I would think it'd be difficult just to kind of. No, he ain't quitting. I'm telling you, he will not quit. Just kind of turn it off, you know, so. Because he, he hates to lose and he loves to win. I think he hates losing more than he lo- loves winning. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he, he, uh, he I, don't, I don't see him quit. But that's what he said that we'll see. And our highest finishing rookie was, and he's not even uh, running, I guess, for rookie of the year. Because I, c- I couldn't really find this, but it's Jade Buford. Yeah, I'm not familiar with him. Uh, he must be. Uh, a local guy or something from down in the area. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, you know, generally when you see somebody that you, you're not familiar with, they're usually some kind of local or regional guy. So yep. but, like I said, I'm not familiar with him, but he's you know, not, kudos to him. Yeah, uh, He's not listed as one uh, going for rookie of the year candidate. So uh, he finished in the 16th spot and, um, Josh Berry was the next one at 19, but Jay Buford, he, ha- he doesn't have any cards. Uh, and then we've talked about Kyle Busch, uh, I was like numerous times. So, but I, you know, still don't think you can go wrong with Kyle Busch cards still for the price and just, you know, not only the wins in the cup, but the truck Xfinity having the truck team, uh, you know, I, I look at him as he's an automatic Hall of Famer. So, oh, absolutely. And maybe this is kind of like when Jimmy Johnson was running. People don't understand or the magnitude of what's happening at the at the moment, and then need time to reflect. But he will go down as one of the best. Uh, you know, I we were had I had done a show last weekend, and some people had come around. And we were talking and we were talking about like Jimmy Johnson having, you know, having the record of five championships in a row, how <laughs> I don't know if that will be broken or not, you know, going to the stuff that Kyle Bush is doing and NASCAR changing rules because they don't want him racing in these other series as much. But uh, I definitely think his cards are undervalued still his rookies, especially his numbered. If you can find, the parallels where they're numbered. Um, trying to think of uh, uh, well, he's like got trackside. There's a golden version where it's serial numbered to a hundred, or the high gear where the M MPH is serial number to a hundred. You know. Yeah, and they've got the yeah they got those X those X ray cards and stealth, which are also numbered to a hundred. Yeah, I think long term that those are going to be you know, very good items to pick up if you can find them for good prices. Base cards are not bad at the, you know, current levels. You know, we're talking about like $5 or less, uh, you know, graded stuff. If you're into grading cards, uh, I, I definitely think when PSA uh, opens up again to some of the stuff, those would be, you know, having PSA 10 Kyle Bush rookies, I think would be a, a pretty good thing, you know? Oh, I totally agree. 
In fact, I've got some in there right now. Um, they've been there since like literally the first first week of this year. And uh, so, yeah, I can't wait for them to come back, but I'm not expecting them back till anytime soon. <laughs> One thing that I've done, because there's no uh, secret that I like to get the cards autographed and stuff or rookie cards. But I actually joined Kyle Bush's fan club. I think it was two years in a row. Uh, you, Kyle Bush, you can send, you can join the club, and I think you can send diecast in, and he will still sign them. He'll sign them and send them back. But he won't sign anything paper through the mail. But at the fan day, they will sign those. So I, I think you can get two, and as well as all the other truck drivers. So I've done it before where Todd Gilland and Harrison Burton, those uh, gentlemen were in there. So uh, where I'm going with this is, you know, getting Kyle Busch rookie cards autographed by him. So I think that's um, something I enjoy doing and then something, you know, long-term holding and, and also getting them authenticated for their autograph. So I know I'm rambling on. Yeah. And speaking of, of getting things authenticated, PSA is running a, a, autograph special right now uh for fifteen dollars you can get your your autographs authenticated and slabbed for fifteen dollars and i think the uh there if you go there's actually a chart or you can actually look up uh how much it normally costs to get those authenticated so any any card with a authentication fee that they normally charge thirty five dollars or less you can get done for fifteen which means uh, like Dale, you can't get Dale Earnhardt done, and uh, I think Alan Kowicki is another one. But yeah, that's that's a good deal right now. And they, they, they said there's no minimum. Yeah. So Richard Petty, uh, Jimmy Johnson, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex, Kevin Harvick, any of the, the you know past champions, you can get done for fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so, a great deal. I'm going to send some in. I've got I've got several I've earmarked. I just haven't done it. I'm hoping to try to get it done by well actually i probably need to try to do it by by saturday for sure it's already the middle of the month so i know it. it's going by quick dude but uh with uh again kyle bush uh rookies in 2004 in the base press pass the optima stealth trackside high gear uh, and each one of those have some parallels to them yeah and you know, you're talking about the wheels high gear uh those cards out of all the Kyle Busch rookies, those cards have a lot of, you know, I, it, it's hard to find a good centered example of that card. I, I, I've looked and, and looked, and uh, they're few and far between. Yeah, that's one of those things where if you're at a show and you see one of those and they're centered, I would definitely pick up. I definitely agree with that statement, Logan, that those, those high gears are, they're a little thicker um, and they're, purple and that blue i think it is so they you know kind of show some of those edges and corners but the centering yeah i've seen i, I don't know it was what eight yeah out of ten, eight 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 off center two centered maybe it's 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 uh tough yeah yeah it's not it's usually not the top to bottom it's usually the side to side so um but yeah i've gone through a bunch of them man i've bought several from different people and, you know, I, I like a lot, you know, get like eight, 10, 12 of them, you know, and you hope you're hoping to get one. that's it's nice and it doesn't happen very often. I'll just say that. 
Yeah, I would say I opened some blasters and I noticed the same thing that like I got some four or five of them and they were all off center. So, but the next race for Xfinity Nashville Super Speedway, it's the Tennessee Lottery 250, and that's Saturday, June 19th at 3:30 p.m. Stages are 45, 45, 98 laps for 188 laps. Yep, that'll be a nice. That'll be a good race. Uh, the Nashville Super Speedway, I believe it's concrete, if I remember correctly, because t- my son and I went to uh, went to the uh, the last race that was there, and uh, that was the race that Carl Edwards won, if I remember correctly. Uh, and it wasn't a Cup race; it was the uh, was it the I think it was the Xfinity race. I'm trying to remember. Gosh, it's been so long, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a cool place. I'm looking forward to watching. The races this weekend, so but no real movement on the Xfinity Xfinity standings. Austin Cedric still in control with three wins, followed by AJ Almendinger. And then moving over to the cup race. It was an all-star race, no points, just a million dollars, and then a hundred thousand dollars for the best, fastest pit crew or pit service, I would say, at that last pit stop. So yeah, that second to the last segment when they, you know, they they timed everybody, and uh, you know, and of course they 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 claimed, and this was the first I'd ever heard of this, that they had cameras where they could actually see if everybody had all their lug nuts on. I'm like, okay, whatever. I I don't know. I don't know if I believe that or not, but uh, I did watch when they were working on that, and they had the official over there looking at. I think maybe they went by the best time and then they watched, rewatched that pit stop at that, uh, or maybe the top two or three at that pit stall to watch the replay to make sure that they, they did everything. I don't think they watched every single one of them, but Chase Elliott's team had the fastest pit stop, I believe. Yep. They did, man. They, uh, they, they nailed it. And I was proud for them. I, I'm a Chase Elliott fan. Uh, I'm not necessarily, and, and people that know me know this. I'm not necessarily a Hendrick fan per se, but but no, you're not. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I am a Chase Elliott fan, so I do want him to do good. I mean, I loved his dad back in the day, back in the, especially in the mid '80s. That was a great time to to watch NASCAR. Uh, so yeah, we're uh, we're definitely Elliott fans. Well, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I had gone to the Charlotte race. And I went, took my daughter over to the haulers, the merchandise haulers. And Hendrick had one hauler for everybody except Chase Elliott. And then Chase Elliott had his own hauler. And it was four or five lines. And they were about 30 to 40 people deep each line. So he definitely has a lot of fans. So, yeah. And, and you know, uh, I'm looking forward to that this weekend. Um, I'll, I'll, I will probably buy me some Chase Elliott swag. And probably um, some Kyle Busch swag as well, uh, because I, I haven't been to a suit. I haven't been to a Cup race in several years now, and I I can't wait to, to just just go there and experience you know like like it like it used to be. So it sounds like the the masks are off, and it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, I was sure I was going with you. It's, yeah, it, it's a party. But we had the race and all-star race. It was a different format than the normal races. They had multiple rounds. They were inverting stuff around, moving around. And basically, you know, it was trying to keep the 
folks that run up in the front that, you know, they get pushed back with the inversion or whatever, and then working their way up again to the front. Uh, I thought Chase Elliott was going to win it there. Um, but Kyle Larson, no surprise. He had some heck of a move, heck of some moves. Yeah. He, he snookered old, uh, old Chase on that, on that last, uh, that last run, uh, going around him on the outside like that, man. I mean, I thought they were going to wreck. It's like, man, that was a, that was a bold move he made. And was it, was it Kyle Bush or Brad Kozlowski was on the outside too? They were all trying to try to win that million dollars. Yeah, I know I would. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's one of those where, you know, all the drivers want to get that. And I believe, you know, the driver gets that or the, you know, the crews get that. It's not part of the, I'm sure it's split some way or whatever, but you know, it's extra payday. So. Yeah. I mean, all the different teams have different, different, contracts on how they handle that yeah yeah so that that was cool so no points so we don't really have any difference in standings it was more of a chest beating and kyle kyle bush kyle larson is uh he's looking and hendrick is looking like they're the ones to beat right now so somebody was mentioning it. I don't know if it was in Twitter or where it was they're like you know about hendrick's dominance and somebody said you know don't forget Chad Knauss is not at the track every every week now, so he's at the office, and he maybe he's found something that is benefiting um, all the cars, not necessarily just one car. So, uh, and I want to say that that guy's a wizard. Um, when he retires, and hopefully he writes some books or hears some of the stories of some of the stuff, I love listening to a Evanham talk about some of the, um, I won't say cheating, but maybe playing loose with the rules, not to get off, um, off topic, but Hendrick is definitely firing on all cylinders and Kyle Larson is driving like it's on rails. So, yeah. And, and we've talked about it before. We, you and I both agree that, that he, he has something to prove. I mean, he went through, you know, all the, the, missing the a lot most of the through. season, yeah. He missed what three quarters of a season. Yeah, he yeah, because you know last year when when uh, you know he said things he shouldn't say and he you know got fired from Ganassi and lost his sponsors and all that. You know, you know that was that was bad what he did, but you know he's 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 you know been redeemed and forgiven. Well, I don't know if he's been forgiven, but I mean. But He's anyway, being forgiven. Yeah, but I think I think you know that motivated him to to be better and have something to prove. To actually, I think he has. He's he's kind of rubbing it in Ganassi's face right now. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you. That's what I think. It's like you know, you fired me, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna show you that how good I really am. And and of course, the car helps. I mean, he he is running for Hendrick for crying out loud and. It's like what you said, you know, Canals is, you know, they've found something because every week now, the last, you know, month, they, they've just been killing it. I'm telling you, he's a wizard. And, you know, Kyle Larson has gone from probably the lowest of lows. Now, he, we all knew that he was a super talent on a mid-level team with Canassi, right? I mean, Canassi is a one-car team. It's a satellite, maybe. I think it was for, um, was it Childress? And 
you know, that's kind of a mid-level team at best. And he went to one of the best. I mean, if you were going to get or if you were going to pick the team you wanted to go to, it'd be the, either Joe Gibbs or Hendrick. And so he got to take the super talent now in a super powerful team. And he's showing everybody what that combination is. Yep, he has. And, and I don't I don't see any slowdown anytime soon. I I expect him to be up front uh this weekend in Nashville. I expect him to be up front in, in a lot of the upcoming races. Um and I would I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if he won this week this weekend in Nashville. Uh, it would not surprise me one bit. What I'm curious to see is how Chase reacts to this. Not so Chase is another talent, but now you have you know two guys competing, you know at a high level. These these two guys, you know, they, they're going to push each other. I'm thinking like you have two good quarterbacks on a football team. They're going to push each other because of the competition. Uh, it's not the same with NASCAR, but you know Kyle Larson is you know showing what how great of a driver he is and the team is all is clicking. Not that Chase Elliott is bad because they've won as well and done very well. So, you know, Hendrick uh, is just, you know, all the drivers have won. It's just, I think right now, I think to your point, they're the ones to beat and Kyle Larson is um, edging them out. You know, and it it pains me to say this, but I, I, at this point, looking at the way things are now, I would not be surprised that Hendrick would have at least three or maybe all four, four cars in in the playoff in in the you know the final race in Phoenix. It would not. It wouldn't surprise me. It would it upset me? Yes, <laughs> but would it surprise me? No. Didn't talk about cards, but Kyle Larson his rookie cards in 2013 Fanfare and 2013 Press Pass Total Memorabilia. He's got base cards. In the fanfare, only a few parallels. It's card number 68. There's a red foil die die cut out of retail. The hollow foil die cuts out of hobby. The sapphire and the diamond cuts are out of the power pack bonus packs, which I believe were packaged inside of the boxes. And then there's silver foil, serial number 25, as well as magnificent materials, and then his autographs, and those are silver, gold, red, blue, green, are all serial numbered, and then the total memorabilia. That's card number forty-seven. There's only a few uh, different red parallel out of retail, gold, serial, serial numbered to two seventy-five, black and white, serial numbered to ninety-nine, and then rising stars autographs. There are four different versions with that serial number to one twenty-five, ninety-nine, twenty-five, and five. Not a lot of rising star autographs there. Yeah, but here here's the thing with Kyle Larson. You know, we've been talking about how inexpensive uh John Hunter Nemechek is and, and even Kyle Bush with two championships. You know, this is just like every other sport right now. You know, when a when a player or driver is hot, his cards go up. And guess what? Kyle Larson cards are you're gonna be hard pressed to, to find find them at a decent price right now. I mean, if you're going to want to buy them, I would say hold off for a little while and and see see what the market brings because I don't know that I would buy any right now. Uh, I mean, I I know that we had there was actually a PSA 
uh, graded card out there that went for some pretty good money here recently as well of Kyle yeah, Larson. It was a Kyle Larson Fanfare hollow foil die cut PSA 10. Uh, it says it's a pop of one. That went for $400. Jeez, that's amazing. See, that tells you right there. I mean, when you're hot, you're hot. Yeah, that's one of those things where you want to buy those cards up uh, before the driver becomes <laughs> scorching red hot like Kyle Larson. But again, I think part of that, though, is it's 2013. That wax is <laughs> I have not seen any. I think I saw one box of total memorabilia and I want 400 for it. And I don't know if I'd, I wouldn't pay that kind of money for the total memorabilia. It's a 50 card set and it's, you get four boxes which are packs basically. And the fanfare, I like the fanfare a little better, but you hardly see any of this wax. So basically you have to find these cards, you know, and hopefully they've been kept in good shape. unprotected. You know, if you're going to try to submit stuff. So there's a 2013 press pass fanfare autograph die cut number to 99 that went for $65. Um, that's just, you know, an auto not graded. So uh, some of his stuff is definitely starting to creep up. But, uh, you know, if he wins the championship, uh, I guess, you know, that people are baking that into that price now. So, I mean, we definitely see it in baseball and basketball, like the Zions where the cards are so expensive. Like he's, are the, you know, baked in that he's won multiple championships and he's going to get in the Hall of Fame, right? And the yeah. guy hasn't even played yet. So, you know, you look at some of those prices, you know, like this $400 for that Larson, uh, you know, can you get a Jimmy Johnson PSA 10 for that? Um, you know, that kind of a thing where who, somebody who's won seven championships. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely, you know, please don't take just our word for it. I always recommend people to do some investigating and checking eBay history and stuff like that you know look at when you buy something that you know if it, if it goes to zero you're you're okay with it so yeah i mean we're not here to, to give investing advice in fact you know i i don't again people that know me i don't i don't invest i just collect what i like um you know people ask me i get it all the time how much do you think your collection's worth i'm going like i have no idea all I know is that I love to collect. I've been collecting all my life and it's fun. And, uh, you know, we're not, like I said, we're not here to try to give advice on, on investing or anything like that. Uh, you know, but you know, right now, you know, his cards are on fire. I mean, he, he is literally a supernova right now. So he's, you know, you're, you're going to pay if you, if you want any of his cards. It's also time though, if you have Kyle Larson's, you know, maybe think about selling too as well. So that's true. That's so, true. Uh, again, I and no, and I don't look at it. I don't know as investing, but sometimes you know I buy stuff or hold for a while, or because I think somebody's going to do well, and then maybe sell it later on. But then use that money to buy other stuff. You know, it's not, um, it's not, it's not a job for me. So it's more of a hobby and uh, kind of you know play. And if it you know goes to zero or whatever, I'm cool with it. So yeah, that that that's my philosophy. You know. If, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of drivers that, you know, I like and my, and my son like, you know, like we like Jamie McMurray. OK, I mean, his cards, his career's over. His cards are never going to be worth a lot of money. He will probably not be in the Hall of Fame. He has not won a championship. He has won a lot of big races, but 
you know, we still collect him. We, we, we like him, you know, if you know his rookie cards are out there and there's a, there's a, there's a, a nice graded card, you know, we're going to, they're usually not expensive. We're going to buy it. So, uh, you know, we just, again, just my advice is just collect what, if I'm going to give advice, collect what you like and, and have fun. That, that would be what I would say. I would agree with that. Uh, finishing up the cup race. So, that was the ultra race. And maybe I already said this, that the next race is in Nashville, super speedway. It's the ally 400. That is Sunday, June 20th at three at 30 PM. Eastern stages of 90, 185 and 300 laps for 399 miles. Yep. Practice. It's going to be Saturday, two o'clock to basically three o'clock and qualifying single car, one lap Sunday, the 20th at 11 pretty much east a.m eastern so yep and and look for me in the stands on sunday me and my son will be there you'll be we'll there wave, you'll be we'll waving yeah logan and tyler will be waving everybody so wave back uh moving on nascar news one of the golden tickets were found or i guess the golden ticket if you remember back in 2018 for panini prime dale earnhardt Junior, I believe, had tweeted out that uh, he was signing cards for Panini Prime, and one of the cards it so it was a dual card with Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Danica Patrick, and he took a picture of it and, and he signed it and put his you know his authentication sticker on it, but Danica missed it, and it was card uh, number six of ten, and so he wrote in there that she missed one and initialed it Jr. So he tweeted this photo out and, you know, we, I think Panini tweeted it out as well, or, or they had it in some promotional stuff. So it was in there in the wax and uh, it was opened and uncovered. Yep. It popped. That's a cool card, man. That's that card. You know, if I had the chance to buy it, I mean, I, I, I don't think I would be shy spend if I had the money to spend, you know, $500 $500 on that card. I think, I think it's worth every bit of that or maybe even more. It reminds me of the Carl Edwards. Uh, I think it was, it was national treasures where he signed it and it smeared. And so he wrote, sorry, it smeared. And then like wrote over it or whatever and like signed it again. So, you know, it was really cool. You know, it's something a little bit out of the norm. And I, to your point, I think it's worth that. It just adds another level. And because it's in the, it was in social media and you know something a little bit different uh one of the guys actually i don't know if it was in a nuts site whatever mentioned that he was glad that it was found so now because he was joining every box break that of 2018 uh trying to get that dale earnhardt jr spot you know hoping to you know they knew he knew it was in in there and was you know trying to trying to be in a break that it would show itself so I thought that was really cool to mention that. Yeah, that's that that's a, that's a neat card. So I I don't I think the guys that, that pulled it is still entertaining offers. So I don't I don't know. Maybe we'll find out what what the final sale price is. You know, maybe that guy who's been buying into all the breaks, maybe he'll have a chance to buy it. Maybe. And then also in NASCAR news, the 2021 Panini Chronicles Racing. Uh, we talked about how it was pre-selling for about two fifty a box. Well, uh, we've seen some movement here this week, where 
Blowout Cards has lowered their pre-sale price to 197 and David Adams has lowered their pre-sale to 150 149.95 max 8 per person so you can buy half a case at that price yeah i think that's that's more like it i mean that when we first heard that it was going to be about 250 dollars a box it's like whoa that's i mean that's double the price more than double the price of last year yeah i, I want to say that for 2019 and 2020 when NASCAR, like uh, that mid-level, so Prism and Chronicles, they were coming out for like 125 And that was kind of the norm. Dunruss 2021 came out about 74 or whatever it was, and then escalated quickly when everything kind of went nuts. Uh, 2020 Chronicles is about 175 a box. But, you know, that's got Ty Gibbs and some of that other stuff. And so the 2021 we've talked about before in other episodes is that Jeff Gordon is kind of going to be in this for the first time. And I think, you know, they doubled the price to that 250. Um, I think they kind of overreacted to and trying to see um, what the demand was going to be or they were afraid maybe that, you know, it would sell out kind of like, you know, the prison basketball and some of that stuff where they were going for a thousand dollars a box or Dunruss basketball or whatever it was. So, but it looks like, you know, the NASCAR collecting community, we're used to these lower prices. So it seems like uh, they were patient and they didn't buy into the hype. So I don't know if another pre-sale that's done something like this, uh, maybe, I don't know if F1, but F1 escalated quickly. And it's been dropping, but it's still at that. I think it was at 600. So, you know, NASCAR collectors have been collecting for a long time. I don't, I, if you're a normal or you've been collecting NASCAR for a while, you know, there's been a NASCAR set since 1988 every year. So most collectors have been collecting for a while and we've seen a lot these last whatever years. So I guess where I'm going with this is that they were patient and waited it out and so this is i think to your point logan a more reasonable price there's still no checklist maybe when the checklist comes out uh there's more or there's surprises like dunruss we didn't know about the buybacks that definitely helped with dunruss this year so to increase that price yeah. As well as all the um, special SSP uh, super short printed uh, cards, as well as the different uh, series. We knew about downtown, but we didn't know about watercolors or sketches, sketchworks, or there's one I'm missing. Color Blast. Color Blast as well. Um, I think that was Prism. But yeah, so you know, maybe when the checklist is released, these prices will change. But I definitely think that this is a good thing from NASCAR and the NASCAR community is patient. So good job, everybody. I'm going to have to pick me up a, a Jeff Gordon auto out of that just to have. Yeah. I'm curious to see what those are going to go for because uh, you know, he's one of those names that people recognize outside of NASCAR collector. So, yeah. And, you know, knowing Jeff Gordon's history, on signing things. I mean, his autographs may very well be very limited. There may, there may not be a lot of autographs, you know, we'll, we'll just see. I mean, time will tell. Yeah. I, if I'm a betting man, I'm betting that they are going to be limited. Again, we both know how tough he is as an autograph to get an autograph from. 
I know Panini's paying him, but I would imagine he uh, his signing fee is quite large. Yep, I would I would think so. And it's going to be not it's going to be wild to see if he if he's on card or if he's on sticker too. Because I don't I know that uh, you know I don't know I don't know what they're going to have in Chronicles this year. I don't know if they're going to have sign you know on card if they're going to have stickers. I mean I know that when they release National Treasures, they always want to have that for on card. So they may this could be a sticker deal. I I don't know. We'll see. I have not seen any of the drivers post pictures of it, but if I remember right, I think this is one of the one of the products that will be on card. Yeah, Prism has been, you know, stickers. Yes, and I think that they're afraid of it uh, bleeding or not adhering well enough so that they they get a good autograph. They don't want you to get an autograph and then have it um, run. So looking at last year's, they were on card. So I'm, I believe Chronicles will be on card this year. I guess when we start seeing some boxes break, we will know for sure. But uh, if I'm a betting man, I'm betting Chronicles is on card. I'm betting uh, Prism is sticker. And then National Treasures on card as well. But we'll see. Uh, it's still going to be packaged kind of the same way. Three autos and one memorabilia per box on average. Uh, last year, there were about 13 different sets inside of the Chronicles release. Yeah, I'm sure they'll introduce some new sets this year. Some new, so that that will be interesting to see what what they what they put in this <clears throat> put in this release. So one of the things on the sell sheet is, sheet is the Prime Jumbo Laundry Tag Driver Fire Suit. Drivers fire suits showcase jumbo patches like no other sport. Prime Jumbo is a 30-card set of today's top drivers and 21 parallels numbered to two or less. Oh, my gosh. Chronicles Swatches Laundry Tags. Chronicles Swatches showcase the various race-used materials for drivers, including sheet metal, tires, fire suits, and gloves, looking for five parallels to 49 or less. There's jet black materials, hollow silver jet black materials feature two swatches of race used memorabilia for numerous fan favorite drivers. It sounds like it's going to be really exciting. I mean, I haven't bought any boxes on presale or anything yet. Maybe I should. <laughs> sounds like it may sell out pretty quick. Yeah, I think for that 150, if you go to Panini's website, they show the Chronicles coming. They don't have a, a price on it yet, but at 150, I don't know if you're going to do any better. Like I said, I think it was last year they were 125, so it's about a $25 increase from last year. But don't forget, last week they were at 250 a box, so they were twice as well, not as twice as much, but almost twice as much. So it might, um, if you have the extra money laying around, it might be. Uh, something to look at or Logan in our case, we maybe we go to the national and see what we can pick it up for there. That's true. Yeah. They, we'll, I'm sure David Adams blow out uh, steel city. All those guys will have, have uh, chronicles up there and, and maybe they'll have some other deals because you know, we have picked up some good deals in the past, but you know, given this past year, I, I think, I think the deals are kind of gone for the time being. 
maybe I was just thinking I was looking at two spectra cards per box. So when we're at the national, we need to look and try to pick up some spectra cards out in the wild. Hopefully people will still be busting this at the national. Well, it looks like the date has slipped. These were slated for June 23rd, but I believe blowout is now showing them July 9th being released. Yeah. So that they'll only be out a couple weeks or about three weeks before the national. So it should still be pretty fresh once we get up there. Definitely want fresh, but not stale stuff. I think that's where we're going to leave it for today. Uh, Logan definitely want a report back from Nashville from the cup race next week. And I'm sure the listeners would want to hear all about it. So take some notes and stuff. So, yeah, um, I'm hoping maybe we can luck out and maybe get a few autographs here and there. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll be taking some three by five cards and uh you know a few trading cards here and there somebody i might think might be at their at their trailers signing autographs so we'll see we'll see what happens i mean uh i wish i had pit passes i don't i don't even know if they issued those or those were even available but i bought my tickets back gosh it was back first of the year when they they announced it uh we uh we we bought our tickets uh, so yeah, I, I will report on everything and uh, let everybody know my experience on uh, how the race was, how the souvenir trailers were. Did I see any cards in any souvenir trailers? Uh, you know what was going on with all that and how busy some of them were. I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know. That's awesome. Looking forward to it. So we'll wrap up there. Thanks everybody for listening. From me and Jason and Logan, we appreciate it. If you will follow and like the podcast, share NASCAR trading cards with your friends and have a great week. And we will talk to you next week, next week. Yeah. Good night, everybody.